Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Roast Masters Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Mostar, along with me, Brandon King. We are without Garrett once again, but that's all right. He still submits his picks every week and has some input on it. He is away uh, for a wedding, so he's having some fun while me and Brandon are here stuck. Uh, getting cold here in Pennsylvania, but that's all right. That just means that good football is here. So let's break down last week, week six in the NFL, and let you know how the teams did. We'll talk about the game we like the most, talk about our predictions from last week and how we did, and a fantastic week we'll get to for Brandon, as well as breaking down some bets for you and some predictions for week seven so let's jump back to week six start with thursday night football where the buccaneers beat the eagles 28 to 22 the jaguars were able to get their first victory of the season 23 to 20 the vikings went into overtime versus the panthers that were able to defeat them 34 to 28 ravens dismantled the chargers 34 to 6 rams over the giants 38 to 11 colts 31 to 3 over the Texans. The Chiefs had a nice bounce back victory, 31 13 over the Washington football team. The Packers over the Bears, 24 to 14. Bengals over the Lions, 34 to 11. The Cardinals remain undefeated, taking down the Browns, 37 14. Cowboys in overtime took care of the Patriots, 35 to 29. The Raiders defeated the Broncos 34 to 24. The Pittsburgh Steelers in overtime won by a field goal 23 to 20. And the Titans on Monday Night Football took care of the Bills, who had been on a hot streak. They blew out the flame and won 34 to 31 at home, thanks to Derrick Henry. So let's take a look at how we did prediction wise. Uh, looking back at week six, Brandon, 12 and two, only missing two games. Ben, that's me, 11 and three, and Garrett, 10 and four. So we were all right there within each other doing fantastic with our picks. 64 and 30 is my record right now. I am first overall. Garrett, one behind me, and Brandon, two behind him, 61 and 33. So we're doing pretty well with our picks. Uh, so far through six weeks, take a look back. Some of the locks that I said, the under of the Miami Jacksonville game hit, I believe they had 43. It was under 47 Kansas city minus seven versus Washington. That was a big one. Uh, Baltimore. I said to play the over that didn't hit. And that cost me some sports bets, but the Rams minus nine and a half lock it in. I also liked uh, Arizona over Cleveland and Dallas minus three and a half versus New England, which they were able to do. Now, Brandon, week six brought on some pretty competitive games there, some pretty good ones. Which one stood out to you? Um, wow. What can you say about week six? Uh, some good competition there, but. Honestly, for me, it was the Monday night football game between the Tennessee Titans and the Buffalo Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, this could be the potential AFC divisional matchup of this season. Um, it was just outright, just back and forth good football. It was kind of close 
you didn't, you didn't know what it was going to come down to. Was it going to be a tie going into overtime or whether or not it was going to be uh, Buffalo somehow sneaking it out and coming out with a win? But the 82-yard run by Derrick Henry set up everything going the way of the Tennessee Titans. If you had Derrick Henry in your fantasy lineup, congratulations. He got you at least 34 points on that night. Uh, so big ups to Derrick Henry. This man is proven he is a monster. So uh, AFC divisional matchup, I'm calling it. It's going to be down to Tennessee versus Buffalo. Lock it in. And that's what I predicted earlier in the season, Brandon. I, I like Tennessee and Buffalo and the AFC championship and uh, placed a little sports wager on it before the beginning of the season. So it would hit pretty nice for what I wagered, just 10 bucks. So hopefully you are right with that. A, a game that really stood out to me was the Steelers versus the Seahawks game. I know we talk about the Steelers a lot, but I was at that game. So I got to talk about it. You know, a very tough fought game. The Steelers up 14-0. They let the Seahawks come back uh, into it to force overtime. Some controversial calls, some plays, and ultimately T.J. Watt, man, he came alive at the end of that game, getting a couple of big plays, including a strip sack to help the Steelers kick the field goal and win the game. So that game was very entertaining, but I also really enjoyed the Dallas Cowboy game. Uh, as well as the uh, Bills-Titans that you talked about, Brandon. So week six, a lot of good games, and my sports bets were pretty good. Uh, just missed on about two that would have hit a nine-game parlay. So uh, hopefully week seven will bring in some more locks, and don't worry, I'll have those for you as we go through and do our predictions. And we start with Thursday night football, the Denver Broncos traveling to the Cleveland Browns right now, both teams sitting at three and three Cleveland now tied with Pittsburgh at last in the division. Cleveland is a point and a half favorites at home. They will be without Baker Mayfield, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, still questionable if uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is going to play, but Case Keenum will get the start at quarterback. And Dearness Johnson is supposed to be the starting running back in this game with a Denver team coming into town that can be tough. Brandon, who wins this one? Oh, man. Um, this one is going to be a tough one to watch because at the end of this game, somebody's going to be three and four. I think it might be Cleveland. Here's the deal. Cleveland's been falling off the cliff as of lately. I don't know what's going on with Cleveland right now, but it's not good. Cleveland's got to figure it out. They got to um, figure out what happened. What? How did they get? How did they gain their success from last year? So, and it could be a classic case of last year was just uh, they were tired of all the talk and they wanted something to prove. This year they got three wins and now they could potentially go into a three and four slump. So. They got to find a way to get it done. But if you're Cleveland and it's at home, eh, I think you got a good chance. So with that being said, give me Cleveland over Denver. It's not going to be a pretty win, but they should get this one by a score of 26-23. 
Yeah, this one's very, very tough to pick because the Cleveland Browns are just completely depleted right now, both mainly on the offense. Uh, But this Denver Broncos team is interesting this week. I am going to go Cleveland because Cleveland's at home. But one of my locks already for the week for Thursday night is the under in this game of 41 and a half points. Cleveland struggled last week to put up any points against the Cardinals, only scoring two touchdowns. Obviously, Baker Mayfield was injured, but you got Case Keenum in. You have no Nick Chubb. You have no Kareem Hunt. And this offense is going to struggle putting up the points. Denver, they've struggled to put up points as well this season. And uh, I think that it's going to be somewhere in the 30s. So I'm locking in the under in this one. On Thursday night football, I think it's going to be a low-scoring defensive battle. But ultimately, even though the Browns are are pretty hurt, I still think they just edge out a victory at home. So give me the Browns. Now we move on to Sunday at 1 o'clock, and we have a divisional game between Cincinnati and Baltimore. The Ravens, a huge, huge victory over the Chargers, means that they get 6.5 points at home. Versus a Bengals team that's four and two, surprising a lot of people this year. The over-under is set at 47 points. Can the Ravens continue winning? I think so. Ravens right now look like a good team. Again, it's still questionable whether Mark uh, uh Lamar Jackson could throw that ball. That's still the question right now. But Ravens are at home. I like their chances. Give me the Ravens over the Bengals, 30-24. Yeah, I'm going with the Ravens as well. I think it's going to be a big victory for them. Uh, It's a divisional game, so watch out. I would honestly stay away from that spread. I'd just play Baltimore money line because I could see Cincinnati making this a game uh, or it's going to be a complete blowout. So it's very tough to determine that spread. The over-under at 47 is pretty close, but I think that it will slightly hit the under um, in this one. So I would just play Baltimore money line if you're betting. I think that's the safest bet. Uh, But the Ravens should win this one all day. Next, we have the Carolina Panthers at the New York Giants. And the Giants, a team that is very banged up. Their best rusher, Saquon Barkley, still out with the ankle injury. Daniel Jones hurt. A lot of wide receivers hurt. And this team has just struggled versus a Carolina team that started off hot, but has dropped the last few games, including a loss last week to, and I know I said it, but to the Minnesota Vikings in overtime. So they go on the road now versus the New York Giants. The over-under at 43. The line is Carolina minus three right now. Brandon, who are you taking? Ooh. Um, I got Carolina for the simple reason. Giants are Gi- Giants are just banged up right now. I mean, when you can when you only score three points against the Rams, that means your team is pretty much depleted of injuries. And I don't know what they're gonna do. They're gonna have to bring guys from the practice squad to, you know, try to, you know, help the, uh, this offense out now because it's just depleted. And, and I think it's depleted on both sides of the ball. So if I'm smart, I'm taking Carolina to win this one, 24-10. I do believe you are smart because that is my second lock of the week is Carolina minus three. Look, they played a tough 
game against the Vikings that they should have won, that they let the Vikings come back into. And the Giants are just depleted. The Giants look terrible. So I think Carolina bounces back in a big way in this game. Minus three. I love it there. The over under ultimately, I think, hits the under because the Giants aren't going to be able to put up points as shown last week when they took on the Rams and just got destroyed 38 to 11. Um, So with that being said, I am taking Carolina minus three and to win the game versus the New York Giants. Next, we have Washington at Green Bay, Washington. Uh, is beat up as well. They're going to be without their star running or questionable as their star running back. Antonio Gibson had an MRI this past week. Uh, If not, they go with J.D. McKissick, who's been doing well. And they go into Green Bay, who started off the season with a loss, looking bad, but they've won five straights, and they are seven-and-a-half-point favorites at home. The over-under at 49. What do you like? Who or who do you like in this one? I like Green Bay. For a simple reason, Aaron Rodgers is playing a lot better than what people are giving him credit for. Um, anytime Aaron Rodgers goes into Chicago and says, I still own you, that's pretty good. So with that being said, I'm taking Green Bay over the Washington football team 30 to 13. And we quickly move on to my next lock of the week. <laughs> That's Green Bay, minus seven and a half. Look, they've been getting the job done. They look fantastic. Um, Washington, they're all banged up. I don't think that they'll pose a threat in this game. Uh, so with that being said, as simple as this, pick Green Bay, minus seven and a half. The over-under at 49, I'd slightly play the under because I don't think Washington's going to be putting up the points. With that being said, Green Bay all day kansas city at tennessee should be an interesting one at one o'clock uh kansas city obviously picking up a big win versus washington last week tennessee picking up an even bigger win versus the buffalo bills tennessee comes back home now and what should be a great one kansas city minus four and a half Uh, that's what they are favored the over under at a huge 57 and a half points It's expected to be a high scoring game. And that being said, Brandon, who wins this one? Because the road to the Super Bowl could potentially land in Buffalo, this could be a wild card game. With that being said, these two teams are going to see each other again. But for this game, I'm going to take this one's tough, too, because this is a really good game. Um, it's going to be close. It's going to be really close, but give me Tennessee over the Chiefs right now because the Chiefs are they're they're hot and then they're cold. They're up and then they're down. So Tennessee has more men- momentum going into this game. So Tennessee's going to win it by a slight edge, 26-25. I like the pick, but I'm going to go Kansas City. Look, this is a huge game for them. They need to win this one, and what a way to kind of get themselves back into it and into the picture. The playoff picture would be to defeat this good Tennessee Titans team who just, you know, two weeks ago, they lost to the New York Jets. So 
Um, I think Kansas City comes in on the road and gets a victory by a field goal. I'm taking Tennessee to cover the plus four and a half. I'm not locking it, um, but I would be playing that, and I probably will bet that. The over-under of 57 and a half is insane, but I know both teams can get there. I'm staying away from it because it's too high, uh, but if I had to bet it, I'd slightly favor the under by a hair. But give me Patrick Mahomes to, again, bounce back and go into Tennessee and get the job done get the victory but you know if you got anybody on Tennessee play him because this Kansas City defense is awful talk about a game that uh you know could be maybe the tidy bowl game of the week branded I don't know we'll get to you here in a second it's Atlanta at Miami Miami losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars they are now one in five at the very very bottom they are second I believe Right now, as far as last place, second to last behind Detroit. Atlanta, not much better at two and three. They are coming off the bye. They are minus two and a half uh, favorites in this one. And the over-under at 47 and a half. So, Brandon, who takes this one? I don't think this is a tidy ball game. Um, both teams aren't, aren't that great. But I think Atlanta is just a little bit better. I look for this to be kind of low scoring. Uh, I'm, I think that over under you state is like at 47 or something of that nature. If you're smart, you play the under because I'll take uh, Atlanta over Atlanta to win this one. I'll say a score of 23-17. Yeah, I like that play a lot. Uh, both teams really poor. Uh, defenses uh, and very poor offenses so far this year. Um, I think it'll be somewhere close to that, but slightly under Uh, the Falcons able to get the job done versus the jets, which was a big win for them. I think that Miami covers that. I think it's going to be a one point game. I like Atlanta to win though on the road, the dolphins, this could be a big victory for them though with a bounce back against a poor Jacksonville team. So I'm not surprised if Miami wins, but ultimately I think the bye helps this Atlanta team and they come out and get the job done on the road. Next, we have the Jets at the Patriots. The Patriots seven-point favorites in this one. They are two and four versus the Jets, who are one and four, coming off the bye as well. The over-under at 42 and a half. The last time we've seen these teams play already this season back in week two, it was a victory for the Patriots of a score of 25 to six. That being said, Brandon, do they do get the job done again? Okay, so if you really want to know what I think about this game, here you go. Flush, this is your tidy bowl game of the week because neither team is impressive. Neither team it has it right now, and I don't trust either team. I look for this to probably be a low-scoring game, but I'll take the Patriots over the Jets 2017. Yeah, I think the Jets play a little bit better of a game uh, this time around. I still like New England to cover that seven, though. Um, the over-under at 42-and-a-half, I, oh, I would maybe slightly play the under in this one. Uh, both offenses, I think, are going to come out struggling. A divisional game usually are lower scoring, uh, but 
ultimately the Patriots get the victory here on Sunday afternoon. As we move on to the Sunday uh, 4 o'clock slate games, we got four of them. The first one, Detroit at the Los Angeles Rams. We saw how badly the Rams dismantled the Giants. Now they have the 0-6 Lions into town. Right now, a whopping 15.5-point favorites the Rams over under at 50 and a half. Is there any questions the Rams don't win this one, Brandon? Um, here's the issue. This game is going to mean a whole lot to Matt Stafford in anything. For the simple reason, and Ben refreshed my memory, where did Matt Stafford leave to come to? You got it. Jared Goff from uh, L.A. to Detroit. And Matt Stafford from Detroit to L.A. So they're both playing their former team. I highly doubt that Detroit will score anything. But then again, I could be wrong. This game actually could be a very good one for the simple fact of this. Matt Stafford might know the defense of Detroit. And Jared Goff might know the defense of the of the Rams. So this could potentially be a pretty decent game, but I don't see Detroit being all that great. So give me Matt Stafford and the Rams to win this one 30 to 13. I like the Rams in this one and the 15 and a half, just very tough to bet. And ultimately you'd want to say the Rams 15 and a half. There really is no money here unless you take them the 15 and a half. Um, so that's why I'm staying away. I'm not even doing money line because the money line is going to be, it's going to pay you nothing. Um, so I'm just staying away from this one. I do like the Rams. If I had to bet it, I'd say they do cover the 15 and a half for the way that they have been destroying their opponents. The over under at 50 and a half. Uh, I'd say it slightly hits the under because I, I don't think Detroit will be able to put up points. Simple as this, play the Rams, play everybody you got on the Rams. I'd be hesitant to play some of the Detroit players because of the Rams' good defense. One that should be a little bit closer contest is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Las Vegas Raiders. We know that the Raiders lost their coach and John Gruden, and last week we were questioning how they would do. Well, they got the job done against a division rival on the road in Denver. Philadelphia comes in after losing to on Thursday night football to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they get a little bit extra time off than the Raiders do. The Raiders are three point favorites at home. The over under 49. Do the Raiders continue to win without Gruden? Yeah, I think they do. And I know that some old school um, folks will get mad at me because I've often heard it said that football is a coach's game. Uh, it can be, but I'll, I'm also the mindset that football is also a player's game uh, because the players have to put in the work. The coach can um, execute the, the coach can put out the strategy, but it's the players that execute the strategy. Give me the Raiders to win this matchup by a score of 24 to 17. Yeah, I'm going with the Raiders at home and the Death Star. I think that they get the job done. Uh, this game could be very close. That's why it's set at the three. Um, but I'll take the Raiders minus three. I like uh, the slight under in this one of 49. 
Um, but I see it being like a score of 24 to 20 in favor of the Raiders. Now, four, three out of these four games are double-digit spreads at 4 o'clock, which is insane. And our next one is Chicago at Tampa Bay. Chicago is going to be given 12.5 points, which means Tampa Bay is 12.5-point favorites at home. The over-under at 47 does Tampa Bay continue to roll? And what do you think of that 12 and a half point spread? Wow, 12 and a half. My gosh, they're not even giving Chicago a fighting chance. And how do you when you have Tom Brady as a quarterback? Uh, I think Gronk is coming back this week, if I'm not mistaken. I think he'll be back. Um, so look for uh, Gronk to have a pretty decent day. Um, but I like Tampa Bay in this one. 12 and a half, that's a little bit brutal, but I see why they did it uh, because, hey, they just played Green Bay, so what are you going to do? Um, but give me Tampa Bay over Chicago, 38-17. I like Tampa Bay to win this one, but not necessarily to cover uh, that spread. I, I do think that Chicago will make this a tougher game than we think. Um, and lose by maybe eight or nine. Uh, but I'm playing Tampa Bay to win, Chicago to cover, the over-under. I would slightly play the over because I think that Tampa Bay will be carrying a lot of points in this one. Um, but you can't go against Tom Brady at home. Uh, so give me Tampa Bay to win this one. Now we move on to the last 4 o'clock game, and it's even a bigger spread. Arizona, the only undefeated left, only undefeated team left in the NFL, is hosting the Houston Texans and Arizona is 17 and a half point favorites. The over under at 47 and a half. That is just insane spread for the NFL. Brandon, I assume that uh, you're going to be taking uh, the Arizona Cardinals, but uh, what do you think of that spread? Wow. That spread's kind of brutal again. That I thought, and I thought Chicago's was bad. They're not even giving Houston a fighting chance, and quite frankly, they probably shouldn't. I won't be surprised if this score um, turns out to be the score of the Rams game, 38-3, to which I'm going to be nice. I'm actually going to give uh, Houston 9, and I'm going to give the Rams 36. Uh, no, I'm going to give Houston 9, and I'm going to give the Cardinals 36. I'm going Arizona here, and I'm kind of playing it uh, on a sports betting game uh, like I'm doing the Rams in Detroit. Just stay away. If you are going to bet it, take Arizona to, to cover that 17 and a half because I think that they do blow out this Houston team and go 7 and 0. But that line in the NFL is just insane. I would, it, it, it's, it's what betters think it should be at, but. A lot of betters, I think, are going to stay away from this because of how huge it is. So if it was somewhere maybe down near 12 or 13, I'd be more comfortable playing it. But 17 and a half is a lot of points. I mean, it would be a big victory if Arizona wins by 17 for sure, but it's not a guarantee. So I'm just kind of staying away from it. I would play the over, though, 47 and a half, because I think that Arizona will put up the points just as Tampa Bay will. Uh, but give me Arizona all day to remain undefeated. As we move on to Sunday night, we have the Colts at the 49ers. Looks like Jimmy Garoppolo will be back for this one. Um, they are four-point favorites at home. The Colts got a big victory last week. 
which was much needed after losing to Baltimore on Monday night the week prior. So this one should be a closer game. That's why it's set at the four. Brandon, who comes out victorious? San Francisco comes out victorious. I don't trust the Colts at all. They still got something to prove, and they got a lot to prove, and the season's starting to wind down here. So give me San Francisco over the Indianapolis Colts. Give me a score of 31 to 17. Yeah, I like San Fran at home. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a lower scoring game, so I'd play the under of 44 and a half, but I do like San Francisco to win. Uh, you know, the Colts have been just shaky this year, so I'm picking the home team. Simple as that. Give me the 49ers. Monday Night Football, we have the Saints at the Seahawks. The Saints coming off a bye week. They are five and a half point favorites on the road against the Seattle Seahawks, who almost got the job done in Pittsburgh, but ultimately fell uh, to Geno Smith. The over-under at 43 and a half. Do you think that Seattle can win at home, or does the Saints dethrone the Seahawks? Oh, man. This one's tough. This one's tough to call. I wouldn't play anything on this game because I don't know. Um, If Seattle plays like they did the second half against Pittsburgh and can almost get it the win out, then you've got problems. Uh, This matchup is going to be pretty tough. I can see this being very close, but I think Seattle will find a way to win. So give me Seattle to win this one by a score of 26-23. I think that the Seahawks will win this too. And this is another lock bet for me. Play Seattle plus five and a half. They are home. They got the 12th man. You know, I think that Geno Smith with one game at the helm versus a fantastic Steelers defense that he almost was able to bring them back in defeat. I think that helps Seattle at home with their crowd. And, and I think this is going to be a very very good game. It's going to be close. So for that reason, give me Seattle plus five and a half. And I think that they win too. I don't see them going two and five. Um, I think that they need to be back at three and four and, you know, try to at least keep themselves in the division race while Russell Wilson is out with the injury. So some of the lock bets that I'm looking at for this week is the under of the Denver Cleveland game on Thursday night. A 41 and a half. I might tease that up a little bit to like a 44 or 45 just to give myself some extra cushion. Uh, but Carolina minus three, Green Bay minus seven and a half. I like uh, also what I just said, Seattle plus five and a half. So I'll be placing those bets. Hopefully you will too. If so, follow me on uh, the Beast Benny Cakes on. TikTok over there, you'll be able to get some start sits and you'll be able to ask me questions on who you should start and sit. Just two weeks ago, Antonio Brown had a couple rough weeks, but I said, you need to play him. Somebody asked, asked me if he should start or sit him. I said, start him. And he went off for 30 some fantasy points. So, you know, I, I study my fantasy pretty well and I do my start sits on there, but don't hesitate to ask me questions on the, on the videos. Again, that's on TikTok the beast Benny cakes. And you can listen to this podcast on Apple podcasts, Google podcast, anchor, Spotify, you name it anywhere that you listen to podcasts, search the Roastmasters fantasy football, and you'll find us. 
Lastly, on our Instagram, RM underscore fantasy football is where you can find our the bets of the week and some information on the podcast. So that is week seven. I want to thank Brandon King for joining me this week, and we will be back next next week with our week eight predictions. Good luck in fantasy this week, guys. Good luck in your sports betting. Hopefully we can help you win.